Hey everyone, it's Miss Natalie, and this is episode two of my podcast. So, wouldn't it be awesome if nap time was just simple with your toddler? There was no arguments, no meltdowns. It was just easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Just put your child down for a nap, and that's it. You know, it really can be that easy. It really can with these five tips that I'm about to share with you. Now, you're probably wondering, how the hell do you know anything about napping a toddler? Well, I can tell you, I have been napping hundreds, if not thousands of toddlers over my over 18 years of experience at the kids' cabin, which is my daycares in Park City, Utah. So I own two, I work them, I've been working them for 18 years, and I have put down countless toddlers, babies and toddlers, and I think I kind of know what I'm talking about. So before you start objecting to my tips, keep an open mind and just listen to what I have to say. All right. So if this is your first time starting a nap time routine with your toddler, with your baby or toddler, I should say, it won't be as difficult as breaking a bad habit. So for example, if you have a one-year-old who has never slept through the night, who doesn't have any kind of a nap time schedule and takes like frequent cat naps throughout the day or nothing more than 15 minutes, this habit is going to be harder to break than a nine-month-old and you want to transition to them into a regular nap schedule, uh, training that nine-month-old is going to be a lot easier than breaking the bad habits of that one-year-old that you've already established. So, listen up moms, because I'm about to start my five tips on how to establish a solid nap time routine. All right, tip number one. Have a consistent wake-up time. This means that you wake up at the same time every day, all right? You can't be waking up one day at 8 a.m., one day at 6 a.m., one day at 10 a.m. No, you need to establish a solid wake-up routine with your baby or toddler, okay? So if your toddler naturally wakes up at 6 a.m. and you're tired, well, you can do one of two things. You can put them in bed with you and wake up until, don't wake up until 8 a.m. Okay, that's thing one. But at least do that every single time if you're going to do that, right? Um, or you can just get them up at 6 and just wake up and have a nice morning with your toddler. Um, toddlers have an internal clock. And basically it's our job to tell them if it's too early or not. So if you don't want your toddler waking up at four o'clock in the morning, well, you need to teach them that it's not time to get up at four in the morning. They don't know, they just wake up. And if that lady keeps coming to get them at 4 a.m., well, how do they know that they're not supposed to wake up at 4 a.m. if you keep coming to get them? So that's my tip. Make sure, number one, you wake up every day at the same time. Doesn't matter what time it is, whatever works for your life. 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 10 a.m., whatever it is, do it every day. All right, thing number two, create a solid morning routine. 
with your toddler or baby. Babies and toddlers absolutely love routine. And the reason being is they live in the moment. And if every day feels like Groundhog Day to you, don't worry, your baby doesn't feel that way. They love it. Have you ever noticed a toddler every time they see like, I'll use an example here in Park City. If we go to Main Street in Park City with my toddlers, they flip out every time they see the trolley if we're doing a field trip onto Main Street. And it's not like one day they, they get excited and the next day they get excited again. No, it's if they see the trolley within the same 15 minutes. Oh, there's a trolley. It's like Groundhog Day for these kids all the time. It's so fun to watch because they live in the moment always. So creating a consistent morning routine is key to them feeling safe, feeling secure in their routine. They love it. Have you ever noticed a toddler that loves to read the same story over and over again? Because they just love it. They love routine and repetition. So don't feel like you're being boring if you do the same morning routine every day. Don't, don't act like an, don't think like an adult. Think like your child. Your child thinks it's the coolest thing since sliced bread every day. All right, so when you create a solid morning routine, you wake up, change a diaper, or if they're potty trained, you take them to the bathroom, you brush your teeth, and you make breakfast, or have them help you make breakfast, or if your baby is still a baby, and they go in the high chair, have them in their high chair and have um, you know some toys or some books for them to play with while you're cooking breakfast and talk to them. Have a conversation with your toddler and tell them what's going to happen during the day. I always talk to my daycare kids like this. So if I'm sitting on the ground playing with them and we're going to plan to do like say a craft project or we're going to go somewhere, I always tell them what to expect. They might they might not even comprehend what I'm talking about, but something's clicking because they really enjoy the conversation and they seem to blend in with the transition a lot better than if you don't communicate with your toddler and all of a sudden you're like, okay, it's time to go get your shoes. Up, oh, it's time to go do this. Up, oh, it's time to go do that. No, they don't like that. That's when you'll get um, resistance from your toddler. So thing two, create a nice morning routine. All right, as far as the morning routine goes, toddlers love to go do things. All right, so if you're gonna do a morning routine, you can take your baby to toddler time at the local library, you can take them to um, a little gym, you can go have coffee with a mom's group and bring your babies with you. There's um, recreation centers that you can look up in your town. And in Park City, they've got toddler time. It's free, you go in, you play around on this big field and there's a bouncy house. I think there's a punch pass, it's not free. But all these things can be added into your morning routine. And moms, if you go to the gym and there's a gym drop-off daycare, like mine, you can drop your baby off for socialization while you go get your workout in. But as long as it's the same or basically the same routine every day, you don't have to do the exact same thing every day. But if you wake up, brush teeth, have breakfast, go do your morning stuff, whatever that may be. All right. 
Number three, have a consistent lunchtime schedule. All right, so it doesn't mean that you have to be home and you have to make lunch at home. No, you can go at the, you can be at the playground. You can be wherever it is, but at the same time approximately. Um, plan your day ahead. You know, if you're a mom and you're a stay-at-home mom, you know, if you have a schedule and a plan, life is just so much easier for you and your toddler. If your toddler is happy, so is mom. So have a scheduled lunchtime right you know i would say probably the best times that i feed my daycare kids is right around the between 11 and 12:30 right around there is a perfect lunchtime schedule depending on what time you wake up if you're a 10 a.m. person you guys wake up at 10 a.m. well you're probably going to be on the later end of the spectrum as far as lunchtime goes so dabble within those times there and you can be on the playground, have your lunch. You can be out at a restaurant, have a lunch, or be home, have your lunch. All right, number four, which I think is one of the most important things in this tips and in these tips is wind down time. All right, toddlers and babies need time to decompress. They need time to chill out. Like toddlers and babies going running errands and doing all these things, they get tired. Babies and toddlers need 12 to 14 hours of sleep, of sleep every single day, and that includes naps. So if your child is not getting 12 to 14 hours a day, they need to nap. Napping is good for their immune system, for social development, it's, it's good for rest, it's good for everything. So when I hear parents say, well, they just won't nap with me. And I'm just thinking, well, who's the boss? Are you the boss or is your toddler the boss? You know, if toddlers were meant to rule the world, well, well, they probably do, but. <laughs> um, but no, you as the parent are the boss. It is your job to teach your baby and toddler a routine and schedule. It is your job to make sure that your baby and toddler is getting the proper amount of rest a day. You will have a much healthier and happier baby and toddler if they have a scheduled nap time. They really will. I've got my four-year-old still nap. You know, they need their rest and they're so much happier. They're happy little humans when they wake up. Nobody wants to see an overtired toddler at 5 p.m. because they refused to nap. And mom just said, oh, well, they just don't nap. And then you get meltdown city, and then they don't want to go to bed. And it's just a bad cycle all in all. So wind down time. What I do with my daycare kids is after lunch, we all go potty or change diapers. We do diaper patrol. We wash hands with soap and water. And all this time, I am telling them that this is what we're going to do. I always explain to my toddlers what's next. I don't care if they're there every single day. It's like Groundhog Day for them every day. So to tell them every single day, after we wash hands, we're gonna watch a show and then we're going to bed. And they, they understand that and they accept it because that is the law in their eyes. So 
after your lunch with your baby or toddler, you can read a book with them, you can read a story, you can... I don't mind one episode of a TV show, like Paw Patrol, for example, you know, something age appropriate. One TV show lasts 15 to 20 minutes, and it's that perfect time to snuggle with your baby, snuggle with your toddler. You know, if you're not into TV, fine. Find something else that's quiet, do puzzles, reading a book. But my point is to not to rile them up. You need to make sure that they know that we're winding down, we're getting quiet, we're getting snuggly. If you have a baby, you can feed them a bottle, you can nurse them. A toddler, it's something, a quieter activity. Um, What I do not suggest is screen time. No iPads, no cell phones, because screen time, that's stimulation. So that's going to amp them up. It's not going to make them fall asleep because if they're playing a game or doing an age-appropriate activity on the iPad or computer, they're they're ramped up. They're not going to want to go to sleep. So don't do that. All right. Now, optimal bedtimes. This is tip number five. Optimal bedtimes for me is between the hours of 12 noon and... 3 p.m. So a one and a half hour to two hour nap is ideal for everyone. Nothing less than an hour and a half. It has to be an hour and a half to two hours for a good, solid afternoon nap. Now, if you have a little baby, say six six months to a year old, you're going to want to include a little 45-minute cat nap in the morning. And my suggestion for that is between 9 and 10.30. So any time between those hours is optimal for a little cat nap for your, to- for your baby. So if you're running errands at that time, it's perfect. If they go in the car seat and they fall asleep, that is awesome. Perfect little nap time for them because you don't want their morning nap to be longer than 45 minutes, all right? So tip number five is optimal bedtimes. Now for our toddlers here, The best times that work for me are between noon and three. And lately, my new routine has been 1230 to 230 seems to work really well for them. It gives them time to have lunch. It gives them time to chit chat. And we can all go to the potty. We can wash our hands. We can watch an episode of Paw Patrol. And then it's time for bed. And they are ready. They're happy to go to bed. They really are. So now I'm going to give you five don'ts. And I'm going to be quick with this. Um, Tip number one, I told you not to wake up at all different times of the day during, you know, in the morning. And I have so many parents that tell me, this is through the years, I'm not talking about now, disclaimer, it's through the years. I have so many parents that tell me, well, they didn't go to sleep till 11 o'clock at night. Well, they didn't sleep, they didn't go to bed until 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, okay, lady, you're already setting yourself up for failure, all right? If your kid doesn't have a solid nap, uh, bedtime routine, how do you expect them to wake up, you know, at the same time every day? If your kid didn't go to sleep till one in the morning, they're not going to want to wake up at eight when you have to go and drop off the older kid off at school or you have um, Orange Theory at 8.30 a.m. No, they're going to be mad and they're not going to be happy little campers because they need 12 to 14 hours of sleep a day. So I'm telling you, If you want your toddler to be on a schedule, frequent 
freaking create one. It's your job to do it. It's not their job. That is your job as a parent to do that. So don't wake up all over the board. Thing number two, do not decide to run errands right before nap time and expect your toddler to just go to sleep. It's just not gonna happen. If you're running to the grocery store and you're running to Starbucks and you're doing this, you're doing that at 11.30 a.m. and expect your toddler to go right to sleep, chances are it might not happen. So if I were you, plan your schedule ahead. Do the same, do your errands in the morning and make sure you're home in time to wind down your toddler so that they can go to sleep happily. Thing number three, don't ask them if they're ready for bed. It's the same thing like potty training. Don't ask them if they have to go to the bathroom. 95% of the time, a toddler is going to tell you, no, I don't need to go to sleep. No, I don't need to use the potty. Don't ask them. You tell them, okay, it's time for bed, just like that. And your tone is everything. Your demeanor and your energy is everything when it is bedtime. My demeanor completely changes when it's time for bed. I just say, okay guys, it is time for bed. And you know what? They go to bed. I can have 15 babies and toddlers sleeping at the same time for one and a half to two hours every single day. It is very, very rare that I have someone that doesn't follow the herd, so to speak. And that's usually like a tourist kid or it's a child that hasn't had a schedule at home. So they are just blown away as to what's going on. All right. So don't ask. You are telling your toddler it is time for bed and that's it. It is the law. And if you act like it's the law, they will treat it as such. All right, and number five, I hit on this before, no screen time before nap time because it amps them up. You think it might wind them down, but it really doesn't, it's, it's a stimulator. So no screen time before bed. TV is a little different because you can kind of lay on the couch with your toddler and you can interact with them. And you know, if you're watching an episode, I always comment on the shows that we watch with my toddler with my toddlers, I always say, let's pretend like we're watching Paw Patrol. And I'll be like, oh, who's that? Is this Rocky? Is this Marshall? And they'll interact with me. So with screen time, you can't really interact with your children. Um, but at one show on TV, they can get their blankies out. I get their whoopas. I get any of, anything of comfort that they're ready to go, to go to sleep with. I get that out for them because they know that it's bedtime soon. And I turn off the lights. All right, and also part of tip number five, when you do put your toddler to bed, if you don't want complete silence, I have the Pandora app and I put on the spa station or um, New Age Instrumental. I love that station, New Age in in Instrumental Music. And they just fall asleep. And as they're laying down, I also almost do like a little meditation with them. I say, I want you to dream about, say snowmen, if it's winter time. When it was the holidays, I would, say, I would say, you know, I want you to think of Santa's coming soon. Just things like that. Talk to your toddler in a soothing voice, just like I'm doing automatically right now, and watch what happens. Now, if you're trying to break the bad habit of your toddler not ever having a schedule and they fight you tooth and nail, 
girl, you need to have grit. You need to mentally prepare yourself for a battle. All right? I will hit on another podcast episode on what to do with your toddler if they completely refuse nap time. And this is breaking a habit because they don't know. They just do what toddlers do. They'll try and fight it and they see who's going to win. Is it going to be them or you? And they're so basic. They're not thinking evil things. They're not being little assholes on on purpose. They're just babies and toddlers. In my eyes, it is our job. It is our duty to teach our babies when it's time to go to sleep, when it's time to wake up, what a schedule means, what consistency means in their life. And I am telling you, when they know what's going on, they feel safe. The meltdowns will decrease and watch what happens. But you have to be consistent. This is all on new parents. To me, when a toddler comes in and they don't know what's going on and they flip out and freak out, I know it's not the toddler's fault. I know where it comes from. It's the parent's fault. It's your fault. So you're the one with the power. You're the one with the worthwhile to be able to teach your toddlers how to have a schedule. All right. And this concludes my second podcast episode. And you can follow me on Facebook. You can find me Natalie Pepito. You can follow me on Instagram as well. And then I also have a YouTube channel. It's all, everything's under Natalie underscore Pepito pretty much. All right, everyone. Um, I would love to hear comments. Write a review on my podcast. And if you have any questions, you can email me at kidscabin, spelled out K-I-D-S-C-A-B-I-N, 5654 at gmail.com. I would love to hear questions. And on a future podcast episode, I would be happy to answer those questions. And if any Park City locals that know me hear this, feel free to shoot me a PM, a text, a phone call with any suggestions or questions, and I'm happy to answer them in future episodes.